This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Psalm 145. How many of you enjoyed the testimony Sunday? For oh, the Lord we go before us, and His joy will be our strength. Psalm 149, not 145. Mountain of good things are secret. These testimonies will continue to increase and multiply and spread. Praise ye the Lord. <laughs> Sing unto the Lord a new song. And his praise in the congregation of saints. And that's what is happening this morning. Verse 2. <laughs> let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Verse 3. Let them praise his name in the dance. There is the dance. Dance the dance. Let me say there is the dance. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, some are wondering, you know, can I tell you something? Interestingly, just after the first and uh, second service, I was going to the office and this thing just came from nowhere to my spirit. May you not be too dignified for God. That was what happened between David and, you know, he danced and danced and the wife felt that, ah, ah. What a, what a, what is it itself? And his clothes fell off. Maybe a part of his outer coat as a king. And she couldn't wait to talk in the night. She first of all committed the error and the blood in her heart. And God was still quiet. She was waiting. When the whole celebration ended in the night and David came in. You know like some people who no matter what. The evil they have saved to say in their heart they will say it. I don't understand why you will travel from Nigeria to America. Go and give somebody a piece of your dirty mind. And you won't change your mind on the way. 12 hours in the play, you sleep, wake up, and the anger is still there. If I have seen something before, they even meditate. That's when I get there. I saw a man walking alone. His own, and he was saying, Yoruba, even when I get there, even that one, I'll blame him. You are not yet there. <laughs> In a boy said, I wonder how men of old will do it. How you go and fight one nation? Three months away from him. They used to travel that far to go and fight. And you wouldn't change your mind on the way. <laughs> 250,000 soldiers will leave your town January. February still on the way. March still on the way. April still on the way. If you want to try to go and fight another nation. And on the way, nobody will say, guys, <laughs> let's go back and forgive. <laughs> Hallelujah. When David came in, she just lashed out on him. Oh, the king of Israel. But David answered her. A very terrible word. But good for her. He said, well, I'm dancing before your father. I'm dancing before God. Who chose me before your father? In other words, if your father was dancing this way, he wouldn't lose the kingdom. This is the mystery we understand your father didn't know. So that was why he was a king of yesterday. And as if that was not a God said that, okay. So she never. Well, people say the only woman that never conceived in the Bible. Actually, she had a child before she married David. 
She never had a child for David. But she was married to someone before she married David. It showed God's attitude towards ingratitude. And God's attitude towards when you keep back his praise. You are there, premiership shouting and jumping when your team. Then when it comes to God, this is how you stand. Say, I'm not just the emotional type. We don't praise God with emotion. It comes from our heart, even though it is expressed through emotion, but it's not an emotional thing. Glory to God. But you were emotional when watching the match. They beat your team, you could not eat in the night, and you are saying you are not emotional. It's just because you have not let loose of that part that can praise God. Let's all stay with Psalm 49. Let them praise Him when they dance. And the Bible says, I will sit down, please. Let them sing praises to Him with timbrel and harp. Next verse. For the Lord takes pleasure in His people, He will beautify the meek with salvation. I'm just speaking for about 10 minutes this morning. It's already it's a praise service. It's a testimony service. Next verse. Let the saints be joyful in glory. <laughs> How many of you, you have a bed in your house? You have a bed. Whether your bed is on the floor or you have a bed. The Bible is telling you what to do on your bed. It's not to sit down. Mm. Let them sing aloud on their beds. This is how to fall asleep and not see somebody chasing you in the dream. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Next verse. Let the high praise of God be in their mouth and two-edged sword. You know, when you are praising God, also take scripture with you. In their hand, what would that do? This is about the most powerful weapon. Look at the next verse. When there is high praise in the amount of treasure so in their hand to execute vengeance upon the Eden and punishment upon the people to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. In other words, it's not every time we say, I bind you. Oh, Satan, I bind you. And so as you fill your room with praises, forces have been bound. They can't just operate in your life or around your life anymore. High praises. There is praise. There is high praises. That is when the praises take you over. And the Bible said to execute upon them the judgment. This honor have all the saints. That means every Christian can do this. You can have your seat. Let me just show you two things this morning. Or about Thanksgiving. Oh, let them praise him. Why is this very important? Well, we don't know. It will take eternity to learn certain things. But one thing about God is this. Praises does something to God that we cannot explain. Worship is deeper. Maybe it does something to Satan also. They want praises. Aye. Jesus in John chapter 6 the bread was not enough people sit down in their bed and they meditate on all the things that hasn't worked today and then they are thinking about it but the Bible said I should praise God on the bed 
Because overnight, God can turn around anything. Jesus said, John 6, verse 11, He just gave thanks and the bread multiplied. He gave thanks. He took the loaves and when they had given thanks, it distributed. Of course, it multiplied. But I like verse 23. It show you again that what God the bread multiplied was thanksgiving. I'll be it. Now, when this scenario ended, there came other boats from Tiberia, night, the place where they did eat bread. After the Lord had given thanks. So the Bible is repeating it again that 5,000 people ate bread, not after they went to buy it. Somebody gave thanks and everybody ate. Whatever is not enough, whatever good thing is not enough, whatever good thing you want to have that you don't have yet, they don't come by you complaining. Murmuring, it has never, murmuring has never brought anything. Sitting down, sighing so deeply, mm, I don't know what's going on. It has never added anything. Why don't you try praise? Jesus just showed disciples that when things are not sufficient, I know what to do. The Bible says, look up to heaven. He didn't even say, Heavenly Father, multiply this bread. He just gave thanks. Why? There is something between thanks and multiplication. You know, the, again, I don't want to go in the way. I saw one, one of these so-called, one of these guys who just like to criticize and say some, some doctrinal nonsense uh, in the name of grace. And the one that came up said, they said that when praise go up, things will come down, praise and multiply, it's not true. I said that, what Bible is this guy reading? You know, why you just have a mind to attack what people say, you just start talking nonsense. Praise is directly connected to multiplication. Jeremiah 30, let's start from verse 19. It is very simple. I mean, you will need to be blind not to see it, or you need help. Out of them shall proceed. What? And what? What is the meaning of and? When I see people who are giving thanks, what will follow is, this is God's part. This scripture is divided into two parts. Your parts. Out of them, this is God talking, we come praise. If I see praises coming out of them, if I see thanksgiving coming out of them, I will do my part. Now that's why that I is a capital letter. Now this is God's part. They have their part. God is saying, I have my part. If I see people giving to thanks, he said, I will multiply them. They shall not be few. I will glorify them. They shall not be small. Wow. Ah, the days of being a small boy, they are over. Amen. Stay with the scripture, please. I will multiply them. They will not be few. I will glorify them. Next verse. Next verse. Their children shall be as aforetime. Their congregation shall be established before me. I will punish all that oppress them. Ah, so we don't even talk so much about our oppressors. We just go to praise. God knows. As you begin to shabak heaven in your room, he says, what is troubling this fellow? I will trouble your trouble. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I praise this. He said, I will multiply them. They will not be few. I will glorify them. And he said, governors. You know, 
the kingdom has its own policies and principles and, 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 and a practice or patterns. For instance, you will expect barren to complain. But Isaiah 54 says, single barren. God's remedy. <laughs> and barrenness can be financial. And once to see barrenness, the Bible is saying that when you complain, the kingdom cannot work for you. But sing, O barren. Hey, when you see the alert, and he said that you are 1,550 kobo. Sing, O barren. You can't fully explain it. But this is the way God wants to operate. That my power moves when you sing. Is the reason why some people don't make requests. You know, I just check my prayer line. Don't tell God things I want or things He should do. Many times I can pray for hours upon hours, and I know that I can. I pray for hours in tongues every day. I just go tongues and worship. Those are the two important prayers I pray. They take care of every other thing. I don't know more than when worship gets to a point, kneel down. Ah, when the glory for Lord, I love you. You have a omega. I worship you, my and then you are praying in tongues. When I'm done for a long time, I think I have prayed. I don't know how to say, Lord, you know, grandma is there, mommy is there, watch over, watch over my church. So many times the songs lead me to speaking scriptures. And from secondary school, that's where I've been. Oh, what a powerful thing to do. At times, if I told I pray and understand, it is the prayer that is brought from the Spirit that now pray about this now. And when that happens, it happens almost because there's a difference between the request we fabricate and when the Lord tells you, okay, my son, pray now. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Let your life be saturated with this. What I shared for service about waiting upon Lord, praise doesn't do that, but worship double. Praise has its own part. Men and brethren, when you talk about praise, you talk about, of course, talking about Thanksgiving. Just talk about recounting testimonies. Have you practiced this before? And do you do this regularly? Can you sit down and instead of pray, begin to recount all that the Lord has done? David did that severally. Many people don't they don't remind they don't talk about what God has done. Talk about what He wants you to do and what Satan is doing. Why don't you carry a chair in your room one day and sit in one corner? And say, I want to explain the last seven years. That Lord, I know I won't remember one over one thousand. But the landmarks I remember. Things I remember. Things I remember. I will talk about it. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And all that is within me. Bless the Lord. Do not forget his benefits. I want to stop here. I would have loved to show you about five, seven places in the Bible to show God's attitude towards forgetfulness. When you forget, Jesus got angry because they forgot miracle. And when he said that, uh, take up the, they were thinking that maybe because they didn't bring bread with them. And he got angry. The Lord doesn't like it at all. He does not want his miracles to be forgotten. Yes. Because one miracle remembered is a seed for another. Glory to God. At times, tell yourself stories of God's goodness in your life. You are the one telling the story and you are the one listening to it. Sit on your dining table and remind yourself of some major things that happened two or three years ago 
when you should have died, when you should have lost it, how what affected God, how just somehow, and I've told you before, and I end with this, there's no way you look into your life that you will not find areas of God's favor. When you focus on it, it's magnified and it fills other areas. You focus on the bad part and that's why they are multiplying. There is a law in the spirit. What you look, you behold. Look and live. People don't know. Is it Hebrews 11? The Bible says if they were mindful of the city they came out from, they would have returned there. What verse is that? If you see Hebrews 11, show me. I want to show you something from there. If they were mindful, if they were mindful. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from when they came out, they might have had the opportunity to have returned. Everybody look at me. This is highlighting a very powerful principle. What do they need to do to return to the city where they came out of? Can you answer, please? So that means they came out of the city as at this moment, let's say they are not in the city right now. And now the wisdom of God is saying that if these people want to return to this city from where they are right now, if they are mindful of the city they came out from, they will, an opportunity will show for them to return there. Exactly. If you are mindful of past victories, you create an opportunity for another victory. David understood this. As soon as they saw the tall Goliath, he told Saul, not prayer request, but he told Saul, lion, bear, I killed. Why? As he was talking about victory over lion, victory over bear, he returned to victory over Goliath. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. There is no area there's no aspect of your life. Ah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know whether it was here. I don't even know who told me that story. Of two ladies that left school together at the same time. And one, even though they left school, she got a fantastic job. And then maybe she was becoming GM of a bank or so. Because by the time she was, she was, as at the time the story happened, they were in their 40s and she was not married. Our friend that left us with that, that one got married immediately. What for maybe a few months and lost her husband, lost job. And for years, they seemed never to get their bearing career-wise. And interesting, the story happened at the same time without them talking. This banker woke up in the morning, our driver was outside, our PA was outside, and she was inside the duplex that the bank gave her. And sat inside and said that this thing means nothing to me. My colleague is on the fifth child. I do have it. I'm not my not talk of having a child. She started crying before God. That you have blessed me with everything, but I do have husband. Somehow men just don't talk to me. And she became so sad that she called the office that she wasn't coming. And she started crying. At the same time, now two different cities. Her best friend didn't know what was happening to her. That one to woke up in the morning. Her husband shouted at her God, there was no food, nothing in the house, and walked out. As she sat back, I started talking. She looked at her kid. They couldn't go to sleep at home. And she, for the first time, said, Our soul ate those children. Now, what are they doing here? That my friends who don't have children, I mentioned that one in particular. Official carrying up and everything is fine. We are here. 
We have them. We can't train them. The husband is nagging. I am not happy. What's going on? And she too started crying. Before God. And I think maybe God gave it to them a word. I say, tear of joy. But you know what? Somewhere in the night, one wanted to call the other to say that, you know, I didn't go to what? To the one that, that I didn't go to what? That, that, you know what? I was just sad today. That I just got over him the fact that I am 43 and I'm not married. I have moved very fast in my career. But I went to that one to just told her that, ah, you know, me too, I cried this morning. That I looked at those kids and I wonder, what's going on? I have master's. I mean, I've done all kinds of certification. I won't just get any job. And if anyone should come, after a while, I lose it. And they both began to cry on phone. And they were asking God for forgiveness. And they began to celebrate what to say. So, you mean these kids? You, because the one working said that I will exchange my position for seeing children. He said, if I die, nothing to show for it that I passed through this world. I would rather leave job. And they both asked God to, and they began, as they were talking and crying and repenting, the joy of the Lord came and they began to rejoice. Shortly after that, she got married by 44, she had a child, and this one got a job and everything. There are people listening to me. The goodness of God is that it's not that you operate faith. You just don't get sick. You don't even understand why people fall sick in and out. And you are just there. <laughs> you know, so people are listening to me now. Even if they hit the old world, their stomach is still flat. It's a blessing. I think the Lord gave me a voice, a boy, a lady, too thin, praying that she had weight. Honestly, even when the work came to us, I wanted to laugh or stay that, that this word is very funny. Somebody's praying for weight. Why some people are spending money? And you know, those who have so much weight, many of you can testify. Especially men, when you are above 35, 40, and you start having pot belly, there's nothing you can do. Many times. So save yourself from it. The effort is not easy. And many people, when they lose it, they gain it back. Well, as somebody will eat anything, you almost ask yourself that when they, 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 the cows that Joe said that Pharaoh saw in his vision, who had the fat one and nothing happened? I used to tell a girl like that when in school. And I used to tell one leader like that, let me not mention, it's at the back. When we all live it together, I could eat time still of everybody. After eating the whole thing, everything is flat. V shape. <laughs> A friend of mine has learned to very till like he said, he said, there's this all those I eat 1 a.m., 2 a.m. He said, I get home in the night, I take they they will help him fry meat because it's blessed with vigil milk and everything. And it's as just like this. <laughs> Let's say people try one third of that, they blow up. So it's like there's an enemy. <laughs> and people are extremely thin, no one to add weight, no matter what they eat. Like something is inside them eating it. They call them inequalities of light. It's true. If you are wearing a very short trouser, you keep pulling it down. Before you move something to go up. And if your trouser is too long, you pull it down. Before you make something to go down. Have you observed that? Yes, if you wear a trouser longer than yourself, you are, you are trying to use belt to carry it up. You will have to be doing this every day, every time. You can do as many as 100 times a day. And if it's too short... And you are wearing something long like mine, and you pull it down so that it won't look shut down. Before you walk, it will come up again. 
It's like life tries to make you. That's why celebrate and enjoy life. Hallelujah. Let me also say this to somebody listening to me. Things that God has planned that they will happen in 2025, even if you fall sick, refuse to eat, mourn till December 2024, the time will not change. What will just happen is that you have just wasted your life mourning unnecessarily. Solomon said, here the conclusion of the matter, he said, eat. That's Solomon said. It wasn't a gluten, we're just telling the people the truth. I enjoy your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Today, I'm just saying that, remember, do not forget. When God does anything good in your life, don't let it go. It will produce, because whatever God does is eternal. Keep it. Life is still in that thing. It's like a seed you are planting. More will multiply. As you wake up in the morning, instead of thinking about things you should not bother yourself about, Lift up your hands and begin to talk, think about the fact that you know that you are even in Lagos. Are you, you know, one day I just thought of it. Went to bury somebody. I went to a very interior village. And I saw the villagers, they were happy. No plan to relocate to Lagos or Portaco to Abuja. You know, I, as the service was going on, I stood outside and I was looking at them. You know, one of them, you know, with the Ankara and everything, they were 100% contented. They were okay. They don't want to come to under AC. They don't need the SC. They are not interested in what you have in Lagos. How many people have a village like that? You understand? They, they are perfectly okay. If you try to bring Lagos, they are not interested. They are there. But you are among the people they call elite. The day I saw how many, the number, percentage of graduates in Nigeria. I didn't know that graduates in Nigeria are not up to 15% of Nigeria. I was shocked. Among adults. So if you see how far God has already taken you, that you can read and write. When they even said less than 5 million Nigeria, they have answered or less than 10 million. So when MTN came, that's like, I was shocked. I can't remember the number. Because when you leave Lagos, you will think that everybody's educated, everybody's everybody. Travel to those villages and see what is going on there. And the people are happy. And they are human beings like us. Some of them mostly have churches in those villages. They are not aspiring anything beyond those churches there. They are fine. There's no AC, there's nothing there out, there's no TV, and they are fine with their life. And a man is sad here because of instead of 4 million, he has 1.2. And he's not happy. And he says, nothing is working. And you come close to him, his perfect is smelling well. And nothing is working. You know, there is a way that you begin to, and Satan will help you, give you more reason why you should think that everything is not working. Huh. I live to worship you. That's my message for the house today. Let's rise. Let's go. I am calling no greater honor than to bow and kneel before your throne. Come and is somebody blessed today? What I have said, practice it tonight. Before you sleep, sit at the edge of your bed and recount the goodness of God. 
Yes. Just sit down and recount the goodness of God. Two weeks ago, my father, I think, celebrated his 77th birthday. 77, 77, yes. 77. So I went there. Just for a short time, I came back to Lagos. And in my mind, I was just remembering all his friends I used to know who are past. There's time he couldn't get up. I've shared this with him. And I went to pray. I pray over and Ankaji and give him. And now he still drives himself around. And I just thought about it. Because now he walks with walking stick. But he drives. He drives around and everything. He still drove like he did before he got there or so. And I was thinking in my heart that, thank God that he's still grateful at 77. What about people, all his friends, classmates? And he went to this school that OBJ went to, you know, uh, MKO, BBHS. And the school, they are very uh, uh, serious alumni. I mean, very, very, you know, very, very. And he used to be national secretary. So because of it, he has the record of all those who have died. Set after set after. You see, that you are alive, be grateful. It is true. Yeah. One day in Chicago, I went to one of the five stars hospitals there. A friend was with me. I said, Five star. It's as beautiful as any top hotel. And I was looking at the people there. Department upon department. And I sat on the seat. Maybe I was just there for about 30, 40 minutes. But within those minutes, I was just wondering, dear Lord Jesus, hospital is this fine. But it's not bringing hell to the people. People paying money. I know one rich man in Nigeria that a member of the family had cancer. They spent over 250 million. And at the end of the day, the person died. See, this life that God has given you is very expensive. Yes. I think I was watching Bishop Edeko's son talking about the fact that he went to pray for somebody in the hospital that they, every week they would drain the person. They, his blood cannot have oxygen. So they would drain the blood, put it inside somewhere, put oxygen and put the blood back. And they mentioned, I say, 8,000 how much or every time they do that, maybe 8,000 dollars or so, every time they do that. And, and I think he does it like once a week or so. He said, he saw, he said when he told him, he said that man is too expensive to be maintained by man. Only the one that created man can maintain man. It is true. I have gone to pray for somebody in the hospital before, someone's uncle. And he's been on life support. He was there for many days, many weeks. When I was there, he was already there for about one, and they were spending every day. And the person that was in charge, uh, the guy's brother, happened to be one top person in the government. And he gave the hospital millions that they must never go on Nepal because of his brother. We we'll just believe that something will bring the brother back, that they should never. But no Nigerians, they collected money from him. After running gym for some days, one day they just went, said there was life for the old day. So the security said, Oh, God, there has been light in those little scenes that why are we running gym? So they went to Nepal. As now they did, after a while, 
they took lights, and for some reason, the gen refused to come up on time. You know, gen does that, and you just start it, and it will refuse. Before they, they, they were afraid because of the status of the brother that brought, they were running around to look for gen, look for another gen, and before they could do that, the guy just died. After millions. Yet, you know, we just breathe, and we are not even aware that we are breathing. You are breathing against God. You are breathing, you are angry with somebody, you are going there, driving to go and rape for somebody. You are not even conscious that this breath, it belongs to somebody. The mercy of God. The mercy of God. When many of us were born, mercy was not this advanced. But it's like we are better off than people that are even nowadays all the gadgets. There were not so many gadgets in our time. But we survived. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? When, when I see all the things they ask us to do now, you want to get a job, they ask to do this, thing, this, thing. There was time that we didn't even know those things. And we're living. And I said, now, they said, don't eat this, don't eat that, don't eat that. Almost every good thing now, you should not eat. But in those days, everybody was eating everything. Now, I'm not saying we should neglect wisdom. I'm just saying that there is the grace of God that cannot be paid for. Huh. You know, when I even think about the fact that in communities in Nigeria, some people cannot go out some places. Bandits, terrorists, killing people, they are nine. But it's like in Lagos, you just sit down in the night. See, sometimes I always say, like, does it occur to you that when you hear that they kill 100 people here, there are people like yourself. With families also. What happens to us is that we, we think about it when it happens to somebody we love. But we don't know that these are people every day. Every day. One day I was walking on Manhattan, Times Square side in New York. And I saw, not even blind, white on drugs, completely gone. Sleeping on the floor there, even in New York. And one of them said, hey, 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 nigga. Others are you are you all right? Can, can you give me? You know, they be asking for one dollar. Sometimes I like to shock people. I just pull my pocket, put my hand by side, and I gave the person $20. All the beggars gathered, even in America. Inside. So when I knew I was choosing time to look, but I didn't, I didn't see them. But immediately she collected, just look, it's a lady among that collected, a black lady. But then she had a white. When she looked at it, she was shocked. She showed the rest. And they were like, wow. Because they thought I would just give them one dollar. I just wanted to prove that we are from Nigeria, but we are not poor. So take. <laughs> I could see in their, the way they were looking. They didn't expect a black man to give them that amount. And that was the point I wanted to prove. That God can send anybody to you. And I don't think all blacks are poor. We are not poor. It's just that Africa is foolish, but we are not poor. Let's just stop there. So don't, don't go to some other things. But if somebody blessed today, make this week a week to recount the goodness of God. And start from tonight. Sit on your dining table. Sit on your bed. When the service is over, you want to sleep by 10.15. Just 10.05. Just five minutes. Before you say, sit down. And say, I'm going to count 20 things. Good things that have happened in my life in the last 10 years. The following day, do the same thing and continue like that. 
it will shock you things that will start coming into your life. Then you will understand that there are prayers beyond how you've been praying. And if you want to add to it, add dance to it. Make sure you are alone. Close the door. And say, Lord, I just want to dance to you. And dance. And your mind asks, why are you dancing? Say, I don't know. This God is too good, oh. I will worship you forever. Love you forever. Because when I was teaching on mess, I showed how God used every style to shall forgive David. He wouldn't let go of a praiser. David too was bad, but mercy. Oh, let's learn to praise God at all times. Let's learn to give thanks. Yes. Love you forever. One day God corrected me. That you only pray when you are boarding. And many of you only pray when the journey is long. But you drive from here to Ogba. That one doesn't need prayer. But more people have died in town than. How many of you understand what I'm saying? When you are traveling a night bus, you pray. You are boarding the aircraft, you pray. But as you enter your car, you are going to office. You just feel that that doesn't need prayer. Is it not from Ogba to Maryland? But a word of Father, thank you. As you drive to your children's school and they are running out of and meet you, can you just say thank you? At least that is coming out of the class. A year in, year out. All your friends that you see, some of them are know you at times, but are you not happy that you are seeing them and they are seeing you? Only the living can get angry. This friend, you don't like him, but thank God, both of you are still alive. Some don't even have friends. Oh, we give God all the glory. Oh, thank you. When your child is stubborn, boys, 100% healthy, are you not happy? Stubbornness can be corrected. But what about deformity? What about those who don't even have at all? The Lord, I thank you. Oh, come, come. You don't do that again. But you are happy that, hey, at least there's even a son to talk to. There's even somebody to call son. This is where I'm speaking to all the people listening to me who are Christians, but you keep fighting in your marriage. I keep fighting. Somebody is doing 21 days to have husband. You have one yet to insult him. You'll say all kinds of things. If only you know, some people don't mind any kind of man, the, the situation they are in now. Some don't mind any kind of woman. But you, you keep talking. What is it? Gratitude. Once we don't have it, the value of everything begins to diminish. You resent your car. But you are familiar. Some people don't even have a car at all. At least you are kicking, it's answering you. We'll see, we have too many things to thank God for. Oh, you're angry that people are talking about you. Are you not happy that you are worth talking about? Let them talk. Some don't mind the world talking about them. Because people don't even know that they, are, they, they exist. But you at least, God is making point to you. That's why they are talking about you. 
That's why sometimes we can't get angry. We can just say, Father, thank you. That they are even talking about me shows that at least they are aware that I'm alive. May the spirit of grace and gratitude rest on everybody. May the spirit of thanksgiving rest on you. May you live this entire way praising God. May you not be, may you never be forgetful or ungrateful. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.